passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello. Is this thing on? Uh, yeah. Perfect. Welcome to Blummel. It's been a minute. Did we? No, we didn't do a show last week. No, we didn't have time. We had to set up. Right. That's right. Because last week was BARP. Welcome to Off the Rails. If you're just joining us, we're just settling in um, after all the BARP craziness, which was so much fun. Best one yet, in your opinion, what do you think? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just now kind of recovering from Barb. Yeah, it was a whirlwind for sure. Definitely running on fumes, adrenaline, cortisol, all the things. But um, other, and it's, other drugs as well. Yeah, other drugs as well. But it's funny because going into it, I was like, oh, shit, three days of this. I don't know. I'm not sleeping that much. But then <laughs> each morning of barp i would just wake up with this nervous energy like excited oh, yeah. nervous yeah 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 where i'm like Ooh, let's get going like i wanted to get up and you know two of those days we had to work so you're up already trying to get everything done and then just like your personal life the laundry the this the that and then work life with preparing and making sure the food's set up and you know et cetera, et cetera. 
poor Big Red. I just kept thinking about like how much work Big Red was doing. I, I was just going to say, not that you didn't work as much, but like the only person other than myself or other than me that like worked as hard as me or possibly more at times was Big Red. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and, and it's I, much appreciated. Yeah. And I mean, I was maybe like moving stuff around or kind of doing vacuuming. I wasn't building stages from scratch. And, well, I, and I mean, even during the party. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was able to enjoy much of, if not all of BARP. And even at times when I was trying to like delegate or kind of uh, manage things, you know, during Bubble 199 when when Bubble was on on Mars, just looking at me <laughs> with the thousand yard stare. Yeah. Um, I think I talked about this on the air, but at one point, like everyone's going crazy. Alex Stein just going off. We got lesbian claws. We had all these things going on. Music's blasting. Mm -hmm. And Bubba turns off his mic and I'm standing like right behind him just kind of because he kept having he kept asking the same questions and writing them down. He's like, how long is this track? And I'm like, it's 51 minutes. He's like, okay. And write it down and you just like throw the post-it note. And then five minutes later, how long is this track? He, I was like, I oh, he's fucked up. But I was fucked up too, so I don't care. Um, But I was right behind him. Is someone on the hotline? I'll put him on hold. Um, well, I mean, should we answer it? If it's a hotline, all right. Yeah. I think it is. Hello, who's this? Hello. All right. Well, you hang up then. Guess not. So Bubba turns to me, turns off the mic, and he just starts telling me some important stuff, right? Random shit about Biden and <laughs> like imagine like uns 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 uns. Yeah, everybody, woo, horn, all that sort of shit. And then God, suddenly turns loud. off turns off the mic and is just like, so, I did you see that story with Biden? Like, takes, did you see that? I'm like, there's lesbian claws, there's shit. And he's like, did you see that stuff with Biden and the, the <laughs> embassy with the BLM flags and how, like, Biden is making all the embassies wave the BLM flags and people are fighting against it? And I, I didn't want to be, like, rude, but I was like, oh, yeah, right. I'm like... Uh, someone just donated fucking five hundred dollars. I'm like, we address this. So, um, but just the way that he was looking at me and through me, I could tell. Yeah, he was. He was having all a there. good time. He was having a great time. Yeah, he was great. Everyone was great. There was no drama. There was no. no someone was too drunk, or they were, you know, getting sick, or um, burdening somebody else and, and impeding them from having a good time. It was just awesome all around. So, thank you guys. I had so much fun. And I think I talked to almost everybody. Yeah. I think. At, at at some point during the three-day extravaganza, I think I was able to at least, like, make contact, say hello to everybody yeah. that was there. And I, I, think, I think I did. There might have been one or two I missed. And there was definitely people that, like, I wanted to talk to more and just sure. didn't. Yeah. And you're kind of getting pulled in all directions, whether it mm -hmm. be... You know, where's the paper towels to this person wants to take a picture with you to this person wants to say hi to whatever. Yeah. Or like, hey, this person wants to say hi to Bubba. And so I'm you know, kind of wrangling Bubba. Over right. And, which right. Is, you know, totally fine. And yeah, I, I, I think I was around enough that if somebody wanted to talk to me, they had the opportunity to. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and like I said, there was a few people like Joe from the West Side. Like I wanted to talk to him more. I just wasn't able to. Right. But all around, it was great. I was the perfect amount of uh, drunk and or fucked up all three nights. Well, the first night, I wasn't fucked up at all. Mm -hmm. And then the second night, I was like, I'm not going to do anything because I want to save myself <laughs> for the final night. And then I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> that lasted about 45 seconds. I always do that. I know. And I feel like it's a problem to the point where I'm like always worried about 
the future and not the future in the like what's going to happen to me i mean literally just tomorrow yeah like i'm always like no can't do that because i'm i'm restricting myself because i have something to do tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and i'm like nope can't do that because i have something to do tomorrow nope can't do that it's like dude do you ever live in the fucking moment and and so i got here i see everybody having fun i'm like you know what fuck it if i'm a little hungover tomorrow i'm a little hungover it is what it is so um that's when i started to engage in the libations and other party favors Mm -hmm. so Excellent time. Had so much fun. I think everybody else was having a great time. I didn't see anybody with a sourpuss face on or anything like that. Seemed like everyone was um, in the party spirit. So thank you to everybody that came out and and so many new people that came out and made so many new friends. And I love hearing when the Bubble Army makes friends with each other. So Mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, well, I too live in, you know, Philadelphia or Detroit or whatever. And you guys can connect and meet up and you know, just even seeing, we had some friends locally that were got a place for a few days, and just to see all the Bubba Army having dinner together, yeah. even though you know we weren't able to make it, that makes my heart happy because I'm mm-hmm. like they all connected through this show, yeah, and they're lifelong friends now, so that's fucking awesome, very cool. Eight one three ninety Bubba, if you'd like to call in. Uh, obviously, got to give props to Doctor Dan because my finger looks amazing. It feels so good. It was hurting yesterday, but I mean, it was like poked and prodded a lot, so that makes sense. But now yeah. it's pretty much all the way flat. Good, and it ah, oh, it feels so good. And it was, it is, it is so fucking cool. Like Dan is cool, and having Dan around is even cooler. Just oh for, yeah, like anything, any question, any medical. And I was thinking, I'm like, but you would, you wouldn't think within with like four people, say, five people, that you could really generate that many medical issues. All the time. But between like Bubba, me, you, Lummy, I don't know if if Red has had any issues lately, but let's even just say between the four of us, we have a lot of fucking issues. Well, and we don't even realize (laughs) how many of the Bubba army call Dan or Jennifer like all the time. I know. I feel so bad. But between like over and I've only been with Bubba army for what? uh, In June, it'll be three years. So Already, I know with between COVID and finger shit and Bubba with the bronchitis and you with your shit and Lummy getting his face ripped off. Like mm-hmm. between all of us, we have a lot of issues all the time. Yeah. So it is just it's so comforting and nice to, you know, and, and what was so bizarre is like we go into Dan's space. Dan is running around going crazy in the middle of surgery, hopping around patient to patient. And I'm happy to wait as long as I need to. Like, yeah. I'm not like, you better, I'm in your space, infringing on your time. Absolutely. And he's just like, do you guys have enough time to wait eight minutes? I know. I was like, no problem. Like, I'm I like, thought Dan, do, I, I like, I'm like, hey, if we need to sit here an hour, like we can. If, if he was like, bitch, I don't have time for you for the next hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. I'd be like, cool. Awesome. <laughs> I'll be happy right back. To wait. I'll be right back. But yes, no problem. Right. I might I might take a lap around the block to get some sun, but I am happy to just sit and wait for as long as I need to. Absolutely. So I, the fact that he was like, is that okay? Is it okay if you wait eight more minutes? And I'm like, <laughs> why? You should be bossing me around. Like, yeah. So Dan is the man. He's awesome. You guys already knew that, but it is it is just so cool. And just, I mean, even though it hurt the squeezing, it was all it was an immediate instant relief. Well, yeah, it had to be done. I mean, it had to be done. But yeah, it was uh, immediate relief. And then I soaked my finger, and I was just I was just so happy that it was out because I couldn't touch like anything. 
without just like, and it was like a zinging pain, mm-hmm. you know? So everything was just, ah, ah. I will say, I could have easily done that. Yeah, I know. And and maybe next time, just unless Dan is like in the studio. Yeah. Because I don't want to bother him with oh, something stupid. <laughs> like I totally get, there's no question. Yeah. Dan is the better person to do it. Right. By far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for that. Like, that's pretty easy. I know. And I felt, you know, not that he didn't make me feel like I was bothering him at all, but he was in the middle of a lot of shit. And here I am with my fucking finger, you know, with a cup of ice. So, yeah. And and I was going to wait till Monday. Initially, I was like, I can wait till Monday. And Mm. then I woke up yesterday morning. I'm like, I can't wait. I got to pop this motherfucker right now. Yeah, you would have hated that. Yeah, that would have been really, really bad. And I I would wake up in the middle of the night and it was it started like throbbing like I could feel it like moving and I was like Mm -hmm. oh no I gotta get this is infected I'm like can this kill me and then on the way home driving home from Dan's surgery center I'm like we are so lucky to be born when we were born and it's like yeah we got issues with like nukes and shit whatever (laughs) but the fact that like people died as hunter gatherers from like a like a tooth infection you know like oh your tooth broke off uh, and then, you like dead. a month later, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, you just you died from an infection, and there was nothing you could do, and it was just like painful. And like you're like, oh shit, oh fuck, all right, I'm dead, and I'm done. You know, you're done, you're done. You break your leg, you're done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I wonder if this could have taken me out, like if it got infected. And then I tried mm. to like stab it. I was thinking, I'm like, what would I do to relieve pressure if I was a hunter gatherer? Like stab it with chew a sphere. Yeah, chew on it. Then it gets in my mouth, like pus in my mouth. Then it gets infected because it's an open wound, and we don't know anything about. Well, that's just it because you're not clean. You're not washing. Well, you won't get it in the first place because you're not washing your hands. However, I could be biting my nails or doing shit. Right, but like you never clean your hands, so like they're always dirty. And yeah. Like just, and it gets infected. I'm like, dude, this could have taken me out. You're cleaning animals to eat them and stuff. Oh yeah, right. Raw meat, yeah. handling shit like that. And I'm and I was just thinking on the way home, like we're so lucky that we're. You know, we make a lot of complaints about, oh, America and, you know, whatever the time and this, that. But I mean, it's I don't think there's ever a better time to be born than present day. Well, maybe that's a lie. Maybe maybe if you could like zero in on a time, maybe you'd say like 1996 where the technology is very advanced, but not so advanced that it's disintegrating society. I don't know. I like these thought experiments here and there. But um, yes, very grateful, very grateful for Dan. It feels so much better today. So hold on, you're you're very grateful for Dan. Yes, very grateful for Dan. Look at those, look <laughs> at those right there. They're almost the same size now. So it uh, feels so good, and it and it made me feel so secure when he kept asking me like this hand, this this finger, the side. Like, yep, there it is. Mm-hmm. Even though he could see it, he wanted to make sure so that he doesn't yep. cut like the wrong side of my finger, and then it's like, what the fuck? And you then know? and then right before doing it again, he's like, all right, so this one, right? Yeah, and I didn't want to look because I didn't want to see like. Like the scalpel. Oh, that's right. He said, he said, Anna, I need you to look. I know, because I was like, just do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so awesome. Very grateful. I also wanted to talk about, so I've picked up a few hobbies along the way. I feel like I'm oh. like the hobby queen now. And I, and I try to follow through because I know a lot of people when they talk about things that they want to do, like 99.9% of them like never follow through on anything. Depends on what it is. Most people don't. They go, oh, it'd be great to take this class. I'll do it with oh, you. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, when you're just yeah. kind of talking in theoreticals and then you're like, did you ever follow up? On, are, you, are you still training for that half marathon? And they're like, what? Well, here's here's usually how it works <laughs> with like hobbies and stuff, especially hobbies that like need uh, accessories. Okay. People go out and buy all the accessories and then 
like a few weeks into it, they're like, nah, whatever. And then the accessories sit in the corner and collect dust. Yeah, that happens a lot. You get excited about ideas and then you're like, wow, this is actually really time consuming. Mm -hmm. Fuck this. So, you know, I don't have any kids right now or possibly ever. So I had like a little conversation with myself last year. I'm like, all right. You're not going to fucking have the kids like you need to have hobbies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that I didn't have enough going on, but I want to be like a I want to be an interesting person who has hobbies and things to do. Because as kids, we had most of us, some of us, the people whose parents loved them had lots of hobbies. You know, you were maybe in Girl Scouts. Maybe you did soccer. Maybe you were in band. You just you did a lot of shit. And you would hang out with friends and you had a big social network. And then you become an adult. You have a nine to five. And then that's pretty much it. You come home, you watch TV, you go to sleep, rinse and repeat the next day. And I, I didn't I just didn't want that to happen. So I try to keep like my mind occupied. I'm I'm very susceptible to, uh, you know, scrolling on Instagram. And here's the thing. Like I quit my social media, all of it, my personal social media. Mm-hmm. But I run the Bubba Army's Instagram. Right. And Instagram is my kryptonite. Like, I just find it, I just endlessly scroll. And I was pretty good about not going on for too long. And then Barb happened. And I wanted to make sure that everybody's fucking Mm -hmm. pictures got on, you know, got posted, got reposted. And, you know, just to show, they're showing us love. I want to show them love back. And so I was, you know, getting tagged and stuff. And so I was reposting it and I was looking for stuff and I was screenshotting and reposting but then in the midst of all of that you i get caught up in my old habits of looking at uh, looking at recipes looking at whatever look all the stupid shit that i'm looking at and i was like god damn it so i'm i'm like all right i need to i need like something with my hands like a craft that i can do that's not yeah. related to as chat says you know you could be part of the cube club maybe yeah, other, I was doing the, that for a minute. They're saying uh, DJ equipment? Uh, yes, that's actually something I'm going to bring up in a few minutes, but I I bought an embroidery kit. Someone so, says knitting. Yes, <laughs> knitting is... I went to Michael's with my uh, my best friend last weekend. Dawn? And Don, no, no, Dawn, Dawn Hamdorf in the chat oh, says knitting. I'm like, that's not her name. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would love to take up like crocheting or knitting. But I decided I was looking on Etsy mm-hmm. last uh, weekend or maybe the weekend before, and I saw a, a beginner's embroidery kit. I'm like, you know what? That's a cool little craft that shouldn't take up too much time. That seems to be pretty easy. I'm going to go ahead and buy one of those. I spent three hours yesterday, and I probably did, like, a stem and a flower. Oh. And there's, like, 16 in this one little like embroidery kit. thing? It was, yeah, this little hoop thing. And it was fucking, at one point it started to frustrate me. And I'm like, this is not the point. Put it down. Because you want to, f- like, finish the one you're, the flower you're on. Now, or what were you doing it on? It's like just a, a piece of brown fabric. Okay. It's but not... it's outlined. It, let me see if I could, if I. No, I saw, okay, I saw the picture. I didn't know if, like, now do you, like, normally, like, put, like, a dress or a skirt in that hoop thing and then do it from there? Or what, how does that. Oh, I don't know. Or I was just, just doing do... it. Like, it's one of those deals. Okay. So it's just a brown thing. And that's pretty much all I got done in three hours. Mm. I don't know if you can see that. But it's just a little, it's just, the whole thing is massive. And I just got, and I'm like, wow, this is really fucking time consuming. So, of course, I as soon as I start, you know, the 
the manual isn't making sense, like with the needle and how to do each <laughs> stitch. And I'm getting frustrated. And I'm like, you know what? And I want to just throw it in the trash right there. Mm. And go, don't do that. Stop that. Put it down. Take a break. Take a breather. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick it up again. Don't get too frustrated. And if it's not perfect, which it's not going to be, then who cares? It's just you're having fun. Remember, you're having fun. Um, the DJ equipment someone brought up in chat. Yes. Actually, Gary Cantrell also said, well, Don Don says, what happened to your DJ mix thing I thought you bought a while back? And then Gary Cantrell said, or I'm sorry, Jerry the Cantrell, he says, I want to see a 199 where Anna has her DJ set up on stage and crushing it. Well, it's funny you mention that because I'm back in action, folks. <laughs> I would, There was a little bit of a roadblock with the uh, Spotify downloading the playlist and going from there. Mm -hmm. But then Blitz was just like, dude, just fucking take them from YouTube uh, with a converter yeah. willy to MP3, and then you could just drag and pull. And I went, really? And did that in about four seconds. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> let's fucking do that. So I'm back on it. I was at your house a couple nights mm -hmm. or last week, this week, who knows? Mm -hmm. um, and I was I was jamming along and kind of like messing with some stuff. So again, I think by next 199, I could probably do it if if Bubba would allow it. Okay, it's not going to be super fucking like crazy like Nix minus fucking wiki wiki. Like it's obviously going to be a beginner. Yeah, but if the Bubba army is willing to kind of work with me and give the give me the benefit of the doubt and not just chew me out if there's, a, a, you know, a moment of silence or something, then, yeah, let's do DJ Hum Sauce. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Up on stage? Up on stage. Lasers. Okay. Smoke machine. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get fucking so freaked out with the horn that close to me, but yeah. I'll just, I'll try to keep that in mind. So headphones. Yeah, I'll have headphones on. I'm, I'm still working on, like, aligning the beat for better transitioning. But as of right now, um, I, I think I can kind of just there's there's some sound effects that can like distort the sound, and then I can just kind of like mix, you know, switch the fader, and then do a play the second deck. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that. Let's take a. Follow. And I think, oh. yeah, there might be a way. Okay. Where I can get speakers hooked up on stage. Okay. But also have the mics on. Okay. Now with that. I'll look would that fuck with the, well, maybe not. It depends on how, it, I'll, I'll have to, I need to look into it. Because I'm thinking there's like a delay on Twitch. Oh, but there's no sound. It's just, we're just watching Twitch. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That would be super fun. Again, that it's way not going to be, be sound, That way there'll be sound in here. Yeah. Because if anyone's been to 199 in person and comes in the room and takes their headphones off, it's weird. And I'm sure a lot of people experience that. Yeah. During BARP. Yeah. Unless you, you know, were kind of tuned in with your own headset, even mm -hmm. though you were delayed by 30 seconds or so. But it, it may not be a silent disco anymore. And, and again, you have to just allow me to make beginner mistakes because it's probably not going to be great. Yeah. So I'm, ex I'm excited to try that because it, it. So we'll have to, um, in like a, a week or two. Yeah. Bring some of it in here and kind of mock set it up so we know that it works. Mess around with it. Well, because I don't want to be like scrambling day of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like no. as far as wiring it into the board and all that. Right. So we'll bring it in here and kind of rough it in. Yeah. And I was, that's why I kind of wanted to do, well, there was a few reasons, but that's kind of why I wanted to do a Bubble 199 later in February so that it would buy me yeah. a little bit more time to sure. practice. Yeah, we have some time. Yeah, yeah. When is so, that? When is 199? Uh, February 24th. Okay. 
easy date. My mom's birthday, uh, my best friend's son's birthday, oh, uh, my okay. old roommate's birthday. Lots of birthdays. And we know how I feel about birthdays and dates. I just love them. That was so funny when you freaked out, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, you did tell me. You told all of us, like, what, four months ago? And he's like, oh, shit, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's take this phone call and we'll move on. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Shorty. How are you? Hi, Shorty. I'm well. Damn, Shorty says. Call the number thought I'd call. Okay. What you got for us? Oh, I, I don't know. Tell me. I, honestly, I literally just picked you up this way. Tell me about yourself. I know that doesn't sound like anything. You're on me. What's going on here? Usually people are listening to the show or talking about something I that know, they no, know about. I realize that, but yeah. this is completely ass backwards. I, I totally understand that. Right. So it you, was very strange. I, I, I did not think I would get through. I just are you Bubba Army or anything, or you just happened to uh, fall into this video? I, I used to be in radio. I worked, used to work at Sirius when Bubba was up there, and okay. I just refound them. Okay, and so you just so, listened live. I threw yeah, out the number, and you decided to call. And I saw the number. That's bold. I thought I'd call, and then you were listening. You sounded quite entertaining. And I oh, thanks. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to derail the show and just give you my life history, but you know. Thank you for calling, I guess. Name? What is your name? Uh, I'm Anna, and this is uh, Blitz. Well, it's a pleasure meeting you both. I will uh, I will go find you all and then do it properly the next time. Perfect. Okay, fantastic, Shorty. Peace, guys. All, all right. Thanks. Thanks for calling. That ended up well. I thought that was going to go bad. Really? Well, you know, hey, tell us about yourself. He doesn't li- not I'm listen. Like, has no uh... idea what's going on, but he, he knew when to, to cut it short. Okay, because so he's shorty. Shorty knows when to cut yeah, it short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's good. perfect. That's perfect. Uh, I got a bachelorette party coming up. I couldn't be more fucking excited for this shit. Now it's in an it's in an odd place. For those that don't know, um, I'm going to a bachelorette party in Boise, Idaho. Crazy party town. When you think Boise, you think let's get fucked up. When is that? Uh, the dates have been locked in. It is June 16th to 18th. So I'm going to try to leave on the 15th, which is a Thursday, because I don't like getting in early on a Friday and then I'm all fucked up for, for or oh, no, leave, your... a leave. Oh, shit, huh? What? Oh, I, I'm like, what? I was thinking that, okay, I, I got all fucked up. I guess I would have to take one day off of work. I was thinking I could finagle it. But I was thinking about leaving after work on Thursday, I guess. So then you'd have to take Friday yeah, the 16th off. Yeah. And, then, and then miss your giant anniversary. The 17th. Yeah. Yes. The 17th would be the Saturday. So it's not like mm-hmm. we're going to be working anyways. No, I know. But yeah, so it's in Boise. And some of the people that are invited are people I haven't seen in like 15 years. So immediately I see who's in, who all's invited and the Jew that I am, I, I I see a few girls, and I'm like, let me just message the one I'm closest to, I guess. And by closest, I mean, again, haven't seen this person in 15 years. But I was like, hey, do you want to share a room? Because it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they, they showed us, uh, they sent the link to the hotel that all the people are staying oh, at. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, hey, who wants to share a room, bed, bathtub, whatever? I don't give what's a the, fuck. What's the range of price, would you say? Uh, for three nights, it's probably going to be around seven hundred, which isn't oh, crazy. Not, yeah. But I mean, like, if I'm just paying that myself, yeah, like, yeah, that's a, a shit ton on top of like a six hundred dollar round trip yeah. airfare on top of probably doing crazy 
you know, breweries and yeah. drinks and dinners and all that sort of bullshit. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be expensive weekend. So immediately was like, hey, you want to share a room? How's it going? Uh, For sure. Save money. So that makes sense. Um, but I'm very excited about it. And then um, can I talk about this slightly awkward situation? Oh, no, we yeah, did talk care. about it. I don't care. Well, I was invited oh, to the yeah, wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about it briefly. Yeah, I was I was invited to the wedding. And then um, when I went to RSVP for the wedding, thinking that I would be given a plus one invite, uh, it was just for me. And I, I read the mm. invitation a few times. I'm like, and guest? Wait, where's the, and, where's the, and, and guest? Where's the, and guest? Because you know that, like, you are on the cutting edge of getting invited if you don't get a plus one. Because well, most important people get a plus one. Don't forget, too, uh, when you asked about it, she's like, oh, you didn't get the invitation? Yeah. Well, I got invited to the bachelorette party, so I'm like, that'd be really fucking weird it, if it's like... Correct. You're invited to the bachelorette party, but you can fuck off. You're it, not going to go to the wedding. If anything, it would be the other way around. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was kind of surprised I was invited to both, but very happy. And I think that me and... And this girl who's getting married, we were college roommates for a few years, and we were very close in college. And mm-hmm. even though we, like, barely talk now, I see her peri- periodically. We saw her at a wedding in, in April. But even though we barely, you know, talk on a day-to-day or even yearly basis, we still f- I still feel like she's a good close friend. Sure. Like, we had a lot in common. We were both, when we went to college, we were both Jewish, vegetarians, virgins like we just had like a lot all in the, common all the gross things yeah yeah so it was just like a, a lot of bond we had a you know we we met through mutual friends and um ended up living together for a couple of years and just remained like pretty close so i'm very excited that i was invited to both but unfortunately uh blitz was not invited so i reached out to her and this is always a not a not a contentious moment. It can be turned into that. But when it comes to weddings and people spending their money on their event, you have to be very delicate about how you start asking about things that would cost them more money, mm-hmm. you know? And again, she is a Jew. So I'm like, let me tread lightly. But I just wanted to make sure I wasn't reading it wrong. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know if it was like implied that I would get a plus one. I just, I don't want to be like thinking and not yeah, yeah, sure yeah. and you're planning on going and then you we go to Denver and it's like, oh, just kidding. What the fuck are you doing here? You don't have Right. So I'm like, I'd rather have a slightly awkward moment yeah. and just Better to know. clarify. Yeah. So I said, listen, friend, um, I saw it's just for me. Am I reading this right? If so, it's no problem. I just wanted to make sure I'm reading it right. She goes, yes, it's only for you. Um, you know, we're on, you know, you should, it goes without saying they're on a budget. They've invited all the people. Everybody's RSVPing. Yes. She goes, if there's any cancellations, you'll be getting, you know, we're sending out the paper invitations in a few months. If things adjust or are different, you'll get a plus one. I said, wonderful. I just wanted to make sure. Thank you. No problem. Goodbye. So, um, yeah, you, you, do you think you would like to go to Denver? Because we love Denver. I love Denver. And what do we need to bring so that I don't have a, a fucking episode again? Just oxygen packets? <laughs> I feel stupid. Hand warmers? Mittens? Um, well, oxygen, you're like, oh, if we only brought oxygen pops. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And they're available there in like every store. What are they called? Uh, I mean, they all have... It's canned oxygen, basically. Canned oxygen. See, oxygen pops. Yeah. So Bubba used to have a sponsor years ago. It was called the Big Ox. And Bubba would suck off the Big Ox. So how do you... 
Is it just like a whippet, like or an inhaler? Basically, yeah, yeah, hmm. with just oxygen in it. Nice. And that will prevent w- any sort of uh, it doesn't prevent no no it doesn't prevent it but it helps. Okay. And should so. I do that prior to going? I no, but I'm wondering. Uh, off to look. Oh, I, actually, I think there was like a, a Dramamine type deal. Okay, that I can that. take a few then days can, before. Yeah, you start taking it a day or two before. But instead of for uh, instead of uh, rough seas, it's for altitude sickness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me. We'll look more into that. Okay. So I just I need to get oxygen pops, and I think we should be fine. Um. So I, and I I think we talked about it on the show too when we talked about this originally. But as of now, the flights that that weekend that you're going are still kind of expensive. Yeah, they're in the four hundred, five hundred dollar range. Yeah. When when normally from Denver for here it's like you know a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I saw some tickets for like one twenty nine. Yeah. But I'm like whatever you know, and we can just wish and hope that they were different. But it's like that's the fucking weekend. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to miss it. But mm, it no, sucks. no, for you, no question. But for me, mm. I'm like okay, well, if there's a chance where you can split a room or find it, you know, with somebody. And you're not going to get a car, and the flights are kind of expensive. And then I, I don't know if I'll go or not. Hmm. If the, if the, if you can't room with somebody else, so if you're already buying well, a I room, can room, no, I know, but I'm like, yeah. if it comes down to it where you can't, yeah, flights get a little bit cheaper. Then I'm going for sure. Okay. I don't, I don't care about the wedding. Right. I'll find some. I, I'll go up into the mountains and hike all day. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you were very impressed by the Rockies. Oh, I loved them. They're, they're, it's I can't a stunning wait to see landscape. God, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, look, right there, I think, maybe. Maybe those are the Alps. And Who fucking might, knows? Yeah, it was probably the Alps. But okay. like still, whatever. You know, same concept. They're yeah. mountains. You got uh, it. I can't wait. 81390 Bubba. Yeah. Um, and I want to love go, Denver. I want to go up to like Pikes Peak. Um, Estes the, Park to see the uh, the, the ducky well, race. Yeah. Uh, but like the top of the national parks. None of that was open when we were there because it was still too snowy. Right. But when this will be fall, beginning yes, of fall, beginning of fall. So like it should all be open. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's uh, Labor Day weekend. Is yeah, it is. is. Fall. Okay. Hmm. Right. That's right. Which is kind of cool that they that they did that. Yeah. Because people, a lot of people are going to have that off anyway. So, um, very excited. It kind of uh, reignites a lot of lost flames, not romantically, and just in terms of friendships and stuff. We get to see the the people that got married last year. They'll be there. Yeah. So oh, that's okay, cool. yeah, the ones that moved. The ones that, yes, they, yes. we had some local local friends who moved to Philly, yeah. so uh, they're going to the wedding. Yeah, I mean, if it comes to the point where I'm invited, I, I will also go, but, but okay. Um, I mean, to the wedding, but like, you know, if, again, if I can get cheaper flights and blah, 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 like, I, I, I will go you. and not go to the wedding and be totally fine. Yeah, I figured you'd you'd like to explore just because you like oh, the, yeah. the scenery, the landscape. But then you could stay as long as you want, do your own thing, yeah, you Yeah, I know? just wish we could go for like a week. I know, I know, um, but we can't. I know, whatever. So it is what it is. Eight one three ninety Bubba. I did want to talk about this, and obviously, you know, we're not not going to oh, drop any names. And, and sorry to to yep. to go back to that. Uh, Dean Evac messaged me the other day. He goes, "Hey, if you happen to go to Denver and don't get invited to the wedding, he's like, me and you can hang out. We'll go to the gun range. We'll go right. Oh yeah. Out. So we're like, yeah. So. Hell yeah." And I always, again, I get everyone's like names confused, but that's the, is that the San, a guy I kept calling San Clemente? I think because he's, oh, he, I don't know. oh, he was raised in San Clemente, which is where my, my mother lives. Oh, and by the way, my dad got um his ring. Oh, good. Yeah. He's like, gangsta. And he's like, <laughs> show me all these pictures. I think he wanted uh, us to call him. So maybe I'll, I'll oh, okay. to call him on Monday. Cause the he guy without to- an accent. Yes, yeah, yeah. my dad has a fucking accent. Oh, it's I, a cool accent. No, though. I'm not saying it's just like to me, it sounds like he doesn't have one. Oh my god. 
And then, but here's the deal. When my dad starts hanging around other South Africans. Your dad cannot can hang out with, not talk to a South African for 15 years, and he's going to have an accent. I understand that. But the, here's the thing is it just, it's so watered down. Because the thing is, is like when I hear him talk to other South Africans, he sounds American. Okay. So I'm like, he doesn't sound South African. But then after he's, you know, he spent some time with them and then comes back to like America. Oh, so when yeah. he went to Israel, for example, yeah, 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 my dad was talking way more like in a South African accent because he was around all these South Africans. Hmm. And then he comes back and then I saw him not too far after he came back. And I'm like, I guess it, he does sound <laughs> his, really he has South such African. A, it was the funniest thing when you were like, my dad doesn't really have an accent. I'm like. What? Yeah. Well, he, here's the thing is like my dad has modified a lot of the like words he would use because when he first came to the States, like no one could fucking understand him. So for this is just an example I remember, but don't ask me for a second example because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I remember we would go to the store to get and this is before hummus was a craze. This is before the lesbians popularized it. This is like in the 90s, early 90s. My dad would go to the store and ask for some hummus. Yeah. And they'd be like, what? And he's like, hummus. And he's like trying to describe it. And uh, they're not. And he's like pointing at it. He's like, hummus right here. And they're like, hummus? And he's like, he's like, hummus. Like, you know, like mocking them. (laughs) He's like, can I have some hummus? And then he would even say to me, he's like, he's like, I want some. He's like, what what the fuck do they call it here? I'm like, hummus, dad. He's like, can I have some hummus? And they're like. (laughs) All right. right. Yeah. Well, because if, if you I know I've I've watched like YouTube videos of of Middle Eastern food, Greek food, and all that. That's that's how they pronounce it there Hummus? too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, and my dad would make it from scratch in his in his food mm. processor. I know you've talked about doing stuff like that. Yeah, falafel. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my dad wanted to call in and, and thank Bubba. I did forget okay. to remind him. So maybe we'll do that on Monday. Okay. Um, but I did want to talk about this because this is something that I feel like a lot of people can relate to and that a lot of people have differing opinions on. But uh, the concept of being friends with an ex, mm-hmm. and I think that's different than being friendly, you okay. know, um, if they happen to contact you for whatever reason. And let's even say... I I honestly don't think it's appropriate like a year for like a year after a relationship. Like if you're trying to break it off fully and completely and even if the person and I know that this is a defense that a lot of people use. They go, well, they're they're not a bad person. He or she is not a bad person. Okay, I'm like, right. But also you split for a reason. Yeah. And you should be mindful of that reason. Now, if you just never want to get with anybody new then fine but most people want to try to find a better fit and if you keep that ex around and you're like hanging out with them and you're trying to do this like transition from Mm. boyfriend girlfriend to friend and this is assuming nothing like big happens what do you mean like a big cheating thing or like he right. was beating me or, of you know, course. yeah, yeah. This is the normal, like, Hey, yeah. things didn't work out. Right. Okay. We moved in opposite directions. We yeah, wanted yeah. different things. Okay. Not he was raping my children. Not he held a gun to my head. Yeah. Not he cheated on me with my cousin. None of that shit. Like just okay. normal. It didn't work out. We're yep. not seeing eye to eye. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't think that that's a good idea. And sometimes 
you know, when people are telling me about a situation that they may have and you want to offer advice, but they're not asking for it. Right. So you, the best way to kind of, again, because maybe you care about this person and you don't want them to make the same mistake over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And you want them to succeed, but you can see that they're clearly not doing it right. So you try to offer advice in the form of questions. And that's usually what I do is when someone is telling me about something, um, I'm like, oh, okay, so you guys broke up, but you guys are uh, hanging out next week. Yeah, mm. but it's friends. Okay. That never that never works. Why? Um, it, it, and what it does, I think the, b- besides not getting what you want, obviously, so it's not something that you wanted for whatever reason, maybe you both don't, you know. You don't want the same things, but it, again, it's not, it's an amicable, amicable break. Um, I think that keeping that person around does something in terms of complacency, which I think is the, the biggest devil in the room. So I think it's, it's actually better if things are really bad. Or if things are really good, obviously, because if things are really good, there's no problem that needs to be solved. You know, you just carry on your merry way. When things are really bad, toxic, I mean, not saying abuse or anything, but if say it's like we're not getting along, fuck this guy, fuck this girl, whatever, and you break, then you're like, I don't want to keep this person in my life. They're toxic. So then you can make a full break and then you can move on and find somebody else. But when it's in the middle, when it's when you're being complacent and it's hard for you to let go because you can't really think of a good enough reason to fully like let that person go and not see them anymore. That creates a really dangerous situation for most people that can get people caught up in a loop for years, sometimes decades where they just kind of keep this person around. They're not leaving. You keep kind of going back to them. So what it does is it creates this sense of complacency where it's like, all right, well, I still have someone I occasionally sleep with or I occasionally like date or hang out with or I occasionally cuddle with. So it's kind of giving you enough to feel like you're not starving. And so you're not you're not really willing to go and hunt anymore. Right now, if you if you were starving, you had no affection, uh, no sex or whatever. You're like way more motivated to get back out in the field and start oh, hunting. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't, but if you have a little bit, you have snacks here and there. You're like, well, I'm not really that hungry, so I'm not going to really go and give it the old college try yeah. in the dating pool because I kind of got this guy on the side or this girl on the side, and it's like just enough to kind of keep me going. But it's really not what I want, and I'm not really happy. So that is a dangerous spot to be in because you just kind of get sucked back into the same old habits yeah. without an improvement and you're really not doing yourself or or even well who cares what you're if that you're doing that person a service cuz maybe they're just as lazy as you are. And it can be scary cuz you're like fuck I had a good time with this person it's fun we get mm-hmm. along but we don't want the same things in life and um, they're not really willing to lock me down or, or give them, you know, give me what I want, but I still like them as a person. I want to hang out with them. I'm like, I'm telling you that is, that's a death trap. Yeah. That is a fucking death trap. And here's the thing is like, there's a lot of women in my life. Um, not just currently, but in like past friendships as well. And like adult women that think that this is like going to be a successful strategy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you what are you doing? Like you think you can go from 
boyfriend to friend. Now, I understand if it's the case that you have a lot of people, say you have a, a, the same friend group. Okay. And you're going to occasionally see each other out and about. And you have to kind of just learn how to deal with that. Like, all right. I mean, in my opinion, I'd be willing to, like, cut some fat, like, cut some friends out of my life or ask people, is so-and-so going to be there? Because if he's there, I don't want to be there. Like, I, we're not together yeah. anymore. I don't want to see who he's, his new date he's bringing. Right. So I would probably do stuff like that. But, you know, some people are like, listen, I don't want to lose any of my friends. He doesn't want to lose any of his friends. We're going to see each other out and about from time to time. Like, whatever. Um, I I can, I guess, make an argument for that, that you, you try to whatever. But if you're making like a concerted effort to like hang out with each other and go out together as a group, and then you think that you can just kind of backpedal and just be friends, I'm like, that is impossible. I feel like, especially as a woman, because you, especially yeah. if you've had sex with this person, you've seen them in an intimate way, you've been intimate with them, they know you in a way most people don't, and then to see them, like, flirting with another girl mm-hmm. in front of you, like, that would, it wouldn't even enrage me, it would devastate me. Like, yeah. I can't, I don't want to see that shit. So, um, I just, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think that females have that switch in their brain. And I would say, right. like... You know, uh, maybe my friend back home was telling me about a situation where she was trying to do that. And I like looked at her. I'm like, are you a fucking R? Like, I felt close enough to her where I'm like, that yeah. is a, that's a, actually a horrible idea. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. She's like, why? Like, I like spending time with him. And I'm like, this is what the fuck? I'm like, are you going to try to find somebody else that's a better fit? Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm mm. like, right. In the meantime. Well, guess what? In the meantime is going to be in the next for the next 10 years, and then you're going to look back and go, what the fuck was I doing right. for 10 years fucking around with this guy who was living out of his car? True story. Or that, that oh, he is, yeah. this was the guy who was aspiring to live out of his van. Yeah, yeah, that was his goal. His life goals and was to live out of his van. And then his van got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so his dreams were crushed. His dreams were crushed by the, the, the stealing of his van. and yeah. um, It wasn't the fact that he lived in his van. It's that he inspired, like, his inspiration. Right. His whole goal was to live in his van. Which, I mean, I kind of understand the minimalistic, like, return to the nature and let go of materialistic things. Like, I, I see why that's appealing to people. Just because life is way more simple that way. But also, I know my friend, and she's not that way. So I'm like, that's not you at all. And why are you still hanging out with this guy? Well, he's cool. Well, that's great. There's lots of cool people out there. Well, are you going to date anybody else? Yeah, but I'm not right now. It's like, yeah, no shit, because you're fucking hanging out with this guy. Mm-hmm. Who's like, yeah, okay, he's got cool hair. He's kind of a hippie. He's like a good cook, but I mean, is he really giving you, I mean, and all those things are true, but I'm like, that's not a reason to stay with somebody right? or to just entertain them. But, you know, call in 81390Bubba. Do you remain friendly with your, with your exes or friends with, you know, and it also helps when they, when they, or you just fucking leave. Cause with my, I've, I've, you're my, you know, this is my third relationship um, the first one I left the state, the second one he left the state, and like I hope we're together for a very long time. So I mean that also helps. I'm planning on leaving. When yeah, me me neither. So no, I, I plan on leaving the state. Oh okay, I thought you said leaving me, but not the state. Well, but what do you what do you what do you think about the matter? Do you think that it's a a good idea? I mean, it's probably easier for guys, but maybe not. I mean, if you're it is, with but a person. you still don't want to see like again, you don't want to see like an ex 
you know, flirting with other dudes and things like that. Right, right. Even, I don't know. But, like, you should remain friendly with them. Right. In case I, you see them out and everything, but, like. But if you don't, if they're not around, then who fucking cares? Just cut it off. Right? Yeah. Like, there's no there's no reason. And And, again, like, every once in a while, they may reach out for something if, like, I don't know, uh, you have a mutual friend who turned out to be a pedophile. Okay. Like, that was maybe a reason. Yeah. Why I reached out was like, hey, remember this person that you used to hang out with? Yeah, they tried to fuck a kid. <laughs> Anyways, have a great day. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so that, honestly, that was probably the last time yeah. I reached out. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Shit didn't end great. It is what it is. But this is a great story, and you need to know that your buddy tried right. to fuck a boy. Right. So, anyways, just thought I, and then I was like, hey, and then I had like pictures of them together. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, hey, remember when you were friends with a kid toucher? You just start photoshopping little kids' heads (laughs) onto your ex's head. Yeah, so funny. Anyways, uh, hello, who's this? Hey, it's Track Me. What's up, Track Me? Let me guess, you're going to make it quick. (laughs) Yes, sir, I will, because I am working. I'm like a small town little dude or whatever. So, a lot of me and my buddies got with the same chicks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them ended up marrying them, and like this weekend, I'm gonna go play cards with one of my buddies who's with a girl that I was with at one point. Okay. You know what I mean? So it, it just you gotta be adults about it. You can all be children and be professional, but I mean, there are some people who can't be trusted. I get it. They just they can't. Yeah. Be honest, and that's the problem. Is like you get those people who can't do it mixed up like me. I've done all of the bad little drugs and all the dumb stuff I did as a kid, but I've never cheated on my wife or any of the girls I was with. I just sure. didn't do that. Good. You know what I mean? So, so I don't know. Anyway, but I just think you can be friends with them if it's the right group of people. Okay, that's yeah, fair. But, but you don't you don't hang out with her or like talk to her outside of him though, do you? Well, they own a business, and I I frequently eat at that business. So I'll go in there, and she works there, and I'll talk to her like normal. But I don't call her and go golfing with her. No, but I'll go golfing with him. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah, you're friendly if you happen yeah. to see her, but you don't go to see her. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, okay. That's correct. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would never go out of my way to see any of my exes. I don't think my wife would approve. She's one of the well, people yeah. that aren't like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. Yeah, of I course. I mean, but she's not like me. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you want to go see her for what? No, right. nothing. Just to say, hey, I know you. You ain't saying hey. But anyway, y'all right, have a good right. one. Right, right. All right, have a good one. Thanks, track me. See you later. Um, I also think that, like... If enough time has passed, like say you went on a couple dates in college or something like that, like whatever, and it's 15 years down the road. Okay. Yeah. Or you dated in high school briefly. I mean, I was a lo- like, I don't even like consider high school dating age because I was a loser. I didn't date until I was like 22. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you went on like a few dates and it's it, 20 years has passed and you didn't have like a full blown relationship with that person, like, f- like whatever. I don't think anybody really cares. Um, but I'm just saying when it's fresh, like when you're trying to make the transition from, boyfriend girlfriend to friends and you're trying to do that immediately i just yeah, think that no, that you is can't do that like i'm blown away the fact that people think that they can make that work and maybe in their minds they know that they can't but they think well i'd rather have a little it's bit easy. of something than nothing at all in the meantime because in their mind they're like well i'll just kind of like hang out with this person periodically we'll kind of be friends with benefits and i will also be looking for a better match. But I don't think that that's a good strategy, especially for women, because I feel like we're like kind of one track minds like, you know, and I I think I even told you this, like I've never like had a dating roster of like, 
you know, three or four or five guys. It was like I'd go on a date with one person. That's my sole focus. I'm not talking to anybody else. And then I would date that person until its logical conclusion. That might be the end of the first date where I'm like, nope. Mm -hmm. That might be the end of the third date. Nope. That might be a month later, uh, two months later, uh, a year later, whatever. But there was never like I'm going to see, you know, Tim on Monday and Paul on Wednesday and uh, Phil on Friday. Like there was Mm -hmm. never any of that just because like number one, like I probably wouldn't be able to keep it straight. Like, oh, I I thought I told you this story. Oh, no, I told the other guy like that sort of deal. And then also I just want to give that person like the my full attention of I'm just dating and or talking to you. So let's try this. Oh, it's not working because you're a a degenerate piece of shit, you know, whatever, not compatible for whatever reason. And then you then I shift attention, move on to this person Mm -hmm. sort of a deal. So I don't know. That's my that's my, uh, I guess, hot take. I I agree. You you can't you can't be friends. Not right away, because then you're not going to be looking. I mean, like. If, if you don't want to look for somebody else, then fine. Stay friends and bang every now and then or whatever. Like, okay. Yeah. But if you want to move on, that, you know, then then no, you can't do it. Especially not right away. Yeah. I, I, I just think that that transition is nearly impossible and it's only going to lead to hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, you're never going to feel better because especially if you're, you know, now if, if you had something that was more substantial... And now you have something that's less substantial, but it's with the same person. You're still going to have, and it's like right after you were intimate or boyfriend, girlfriend, it's still, you're still going to have those feelings. Maybe they're less intense because you like them less for whatever reason, but there was a reason why you got involved in the first place. And those reasons are going to, you know, show themselves every now and again when you're like, oh, he's funny or she's cute or I like when he does this or he's, you know, makes me dinner or whatever the case may be. Mm But I just think that that is a dangerous trap. And sometimes I just want to, like, shake my friends. Like, what are you doing? That's this horrible idea. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And depending on, like, the closeness of the relationship, I can call them out. Yeah. But most of the time, you know, if they're not asking for the advice, you just don't give it. And because uh, I tried to pitch that with one of them. I was like, um would you think about cutting this person off completely? And then it was met with kind of like a defensive response. Of, okay. But they're not a bad person. Da, da, da. And I'm like, listen, I fully understand that. But also, you know, you're, you're not getting what you want. And aren't, aren't you scared of falling into this kind of complacency trap where yeah. you're getting just enough to not look for something new, which mm-hmm. is scary because, you know, especially for women around, my age, we don't have a lot of time to work with, so don't waste your time with a guy who's just, you know, fucking with your time. Girl, go get you some steak. Stop eating them hot dogs. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Brad. What's up, Brad? Hey, I love your guys' show, but lately it seems like it's coming into the uh, Anna Hummel relationship show. Really? Yeah, just a little uh, words of advice. Okay, that's so you, you don't you don't want me to talk about I'm... relationships anymore? No, that seems like that's all you guys talk about anymore. Anymore? We do the show. We haven't done the show in like two well, or three weeks. The... Well, you guys have been doing it for months. The Blummel Show. Okay. Well, but we are in a relationship, you, you sir, guys... and well, we talk about like... you and Blitz are. 
what would you like us to talk about? Other topics. Okay. Like what? Like what? Know, some other entertaining topics. Like so, what? Yeah, go ahead. Give me, you know, you want to be the producer here. You guys are in the media business, not me. Well, you, you're you're clearly commenting on something that you don't like. So what would you like instead? We're just asking for suggestions. Anything in the news? Uh, some okay. funny stuff. Some funny stuff. Okay. Uh, Got instead it. Of, instead of just like uh, relationship stuff. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah. God. How about just then just turning us off if you don't yeah, like listen it? Listen to something else. Listen to something else. Listen go to on BAR. Listen to your old show. There you go. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, it's Brian from Philly. What's up, Brian from Philly? Intermittent What's fasting happening? stud. Thank you for turning uh, me into yeah. a healthcare hero, by the way. <laughs> still still doing it. Yeah. I've been dating a lot. My wife passed away five years ago, so I've been dating like the last three years. Right. And, Sorry to uh, hear that. Yeah, thank you. But uh, I stayed friends with two of them, and the one just like hates me. But the two I stayed friends with, it works out well because I'm in Delray Beach. Okay. I see them. I see them a lot. Right. Like, never, never fails. I, I bump into them usually at the worst times. Yeah. But uh, one, I stayed really. You know, we didn't talk for like two months. Then she hit me up right around Christmas. How you doing? And then just the other night, she hit me up. We went out to dinner. This girl's gorgeous, and uh, so just being nice to her worked out well. Because now she wants to see me again, but I don't know. She is a child, and it's rough. But okay, and you're attracted to her. I mean, what what went oh, yeah. wrong? But I'm seeing another. Well, she has a child, an adolescent, Gross. and a lot of shit with the ex. Oh so. yeah. We'd have numerous weekends planned, dates, and something would always happen and fall through with the action. You know, he can't all of a sudden he can't watch the kid. You right, the right. COVID, that was the yeah. Biggest bullshit line. Yeah. But uh I don't know, I always try and leave it on good terms. You can't always, but it's a big help because you never know. You never know. Hey Anna. Yeah. Who do you think that is? Brian from Philly? Yes. Or fat Alec Baldwin? <laughs> Yeah, you look so much better. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a picture of you in a tux, I believe. It's an old picture on your yeah. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of Alec Baldwin comments. Yeah. If I'm shaved, mm-hmm. I shave the beard off and I put my contacts in. Yeah, which is great now I because he's it. back in the news for accidentally killing <laughs> yeah. someone. So you know, there's a lot of Alec Baldwin talk. Here you go. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, was, <laughs> were you he's a what, good actor? But he, I don't believe in his politics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, fuck him. So now I'm dating another girl, too, and I don't know what to do with her because I kind of, she's like fun to hang out with, but I don't know. How old is this woman that you're seeing now? Which, the one, uh, the real hot one, she's 52 and the other one's 46. I'm 56. Okay. And the one you're seeing now is how old? 46. Okay. And you, you like this one, but it sounded like you were about to tell me you wanted to get rid of her for some reason. I like her, but she's really fun to hang out with, and I like her, but... She likes me a lot more than I like her. Okay. She's attractive, but not super attractive. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I feel bad sometimes. I think I'm being a dick. No, I mean, listen, you can't live your life to just please somebody else if it's not what you want, you know? Yeah. How you feel is not, there's nothing that can be dickish about how you feel, just about, you know, your actions. Like, don't lead her on. And if you want to end it, end it. Or just, you know what it is? And here's here's a way to kind of like back out of everything is just be upfront with her. You know, even if she gets upset, even if she cries, even if she, like, yells at you a little bit, at least she knows the truth and she can't claim you lied to her. You know? That's true. We're going out tonight, but maybe 
I don't know. Tell her. I just got to let her know that I'm not looking for like a long-term relationship. Okay, listen. She's already talking about me meeting her dad, and I'm like, dude, it's we've been on three dates. I don't want to meet your fucking dad. Okay, I mean, I would, I would just reiterate that point. Maybe not say I don't want to meet your fucking dad, but maybe just say, yeah, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. yeah, I know you know, but like you know, just say I'm not really looking for anything serious. I want to date casually. And then, you know, again, she might have some hurt felioma, but again, at least at the end of the day, she can't call you a fucking liar. Yep. Right. So, yeah. You know, and you'll do her all the time. Yeah. And it may not be what she wants to hear, but I promise you it's better than leading her on for Mm -hmm. six months a year. You know, we have several mutual friends, so I got to be upfront with her because then it it could get ugly. Yes, it could get ugly. Exactly. All the drama in Delray Beach. Brian from Philly. There's a lot. And all the hot bitches. Yeah, you're probably slaying so hard right now because you're all thin, looking good. Bright Farm John with 1999. Thank you so much. Bright House Farm John's Island. A lot of Botox in Delray. Yeah, there you go. Good. Good. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. All right. Thanks. Just slaying. Good for him. Um, Should we wrap it up? Let's do it. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to us, even if you don't like relationship talk. We talk about other things from time to time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really in the mood for a Ukraine deal. Russian using nukes. Yeah, Alex Baldwin. <laughs> Although I kind of want to talk about that guy in the with the drag show deal. That was kind of funny. But we'll get to that on Monday. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. <laughs>